Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Made Page Show. Hope you're all doing well. I'm back here at Professor Drag. I'm your host, Zach. And, uh, man, a lot of, lot of shootings. You know, Dayton, Ohio shooter and uh, El Paso shooter. You know, there's a lot to be said about this. I know last week we were literally just talking about the uh, whole uh, Gilroy shooter, right? And people are already creating a lot of uh, sort of commonalities between all these guys. I don't want to talk about sort of the ins and outs of the – you know, how they're like left-wing lunatics and everything. All I will leave out there for everybody was that there was an Antifa <laughs> plan thing in El Paso two days beforehand that Andy No, the Antifa journalist that got, you know, his head kicked in, you know, a few weeks ago, talked about. That's all I'll leave it. But I really want to talk about, uh, yeah, Second Amendment rights, you know, guns again. And I, I was actually funny before I, I was jumping into this, I was literally looking up and I'm debating whether I should actually go out and get pistol trained and go get a gun because <laughs> I'm in Arizona. And I will say this, like guns are such a big part of Arizona's culture. Yet I will say this, we don't experience a lot of mass shootings like these other places do. So that was one of the interesting things, right? I mean, I'm sure Arizona has shootings. Yeah, that famous not, one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. But not to, I mean, it's not. I mean, it wasn't. Like, I mean, I guess it could be considered mass because it was more than one, but it, because it was a Congress lady that got shot. Oh, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, but what was your insight on this? You said something about Tim Pool and Subversa uh, having some good perspective on this. I just wanted to hear. Oh what no, 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 not no. Well, no, Tim Pool had nothing to do with this. Shooting. Uh. No, I was just saying uh, earlier that congratulations to those guys. They raised a million dollars for their oh. new YouTube channel because uh, and basically everybody knows how, you know, everybody's getting deranked. You got deranked or I don't know how that stuff works on YouTube. Yeah. But a way around it is to raise money like at a crowd crowdfunding source. That's what he did. He raised a million bucks and... And under a month, like I think it took him 22 days, was set a record. Wow. For a million bucks. And uh, it's because I think people really are hungry for, you know, people like you that, that give opinions and, you know, give a different take on the news. Where did you see that, that he raised that much money? It's, uh, well, just let me Google that. I'm going to Google Tim Pool. Temple, yeah, subverse. Just Google Temple Subverse and you'll see. Well, I know he's partnering up with Minds, which is a pretty big uh, sort of neutral platform. Uh, yeah, so oh, uh, this one says, we raised over $1 million for Subverse in 23 hours. That's not true. Uh, I think it was 22 days, which is still a record. I mean, look, a million dollars is, it's number, if you just, Google Tim Pool Subverse. It should be one. Who is who the is Tim Pool? I don't know what that means. Subverse general discussions. Tim Pool on Twitter. We raised over one million on Subverse. Uh, <clears throat> you sure it's not a different thing? Because there's another Subverse out there. There's like another channel called Subverse. So I just want to make sure before we. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I'm gonna send it to you right now. All right. Because it's, well, it's, it's on it. If you go to Tim Pool at TimCast Twitter, you'll see. But yeah, I don't know. That's He says 23 hours. Yeah, well, let's. I mean, that's not super relevant, is it? Let's talk about the guns. Let's talk about the shootings and uh, your yeah. thoughts on it. Oh, no, no, no. It, it's it's kind of relevant, but we'll, we'll get into that after we get into more about guns. Because, like, you know me. Like, I'm, 
I'm pro Second Amendment, but me myself, I will never own a gun. I just won't because. Really? Oh yeah, dude, are you kidding me? Give me a gun and I'll be crazy as hell. I've actually owned guns before, and that was really bad. <laughs> and uh, it was real bad, huh? No, it was real bad for me. I mean, it's just you know, it, it's like yeah, when you get angry, you know, you really. Yeah, but let's not talk about that right away. But but the thing is, yeah, I, like I'm for people having a gun. I really am because uh, the threat is real. Uh, well, that's the thing. I want to make this topic of this show, should you own a gun? You know, like just, just that. We, don't, we can talk about gun shootings and all that, but let's make this more of a personalized like opinion. Like should you own a gun in this country? It, well, see, but that's the thing. And, and the answer is... Okay, I, I just sent it to you. The answer is, it has to be yes. Because the thing is, because I hear a lot of people like, um, I heard this opinion before. Uh, Savage has said it. And like a lot of people have said this. There is no point in owning guns because the government has bigger guns. What's, what, what are you going to do with your 357 Magnum against a tank. When the military comes in with their tank, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and of course, that's all logical. And, and in all honesty, there's nothing you can do. Right. So in order to defend yourself against this government, you really do need tactical training and, and you know, how to survive uh, like tank attack, like, you know, seriously, what would you do? if there yeah, was a It'll be like Tiananmen all over again. If, yeah. Yeah. No, but then there's ways around it. You know what I mean? Like, cause a tank is huge. All you got to do is just avoid certain things, blah, 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 blah. And, and, and just uh, like, there's ways I, I hate to give away these types of, you know, I don't want to give advice in these types of um, <laughs> areas. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. But the the bottom line is we really do need guns or just the ability to defend yourself against a rogue government, against a government that really does want to take away your rights. And then for me, it becomes a moral question. Like, you know, is this really what Jesus would want? You know, like, you know, and, and I only ask that only because I know my mind. Because when I did own guns, oh, I guarantee you, it just, it was a lot quicker to end conflict with a gun. Like some, you know. Well, well, I mean, I know people will use it just to scare people off. And that's what I'm talking about more so. Not having to actually use it. But like like I said, my question here is, should you own a gun? Well, I mean, but that's the thing. I don't think some people shouldn't own guns because, you know, obviously. Clearly, yeah. And it's the thing. It's like, and I hate to say things like this. I, you know, can you say something like only Christians can own guns because, you know, give a gun to a Muslim and they're going to shoot you for no reason. You know, I mean, but I mean, not no reason, but not for a valid reason. Whereas what Christians shoot you for a valid reason, you know, and that's the thing. So it's like, you can't make like, in theory, you cannot make those types of judgments. And so that's why you have to give those rights to everybody. And, um, and so, yeah, I look, you have to give the right to, for people to own a gun. Everybody has to have that right, including, you know, non-Christians or, you know, atheists. It doesn't matter. Everybody should be able to own a gun, but, it's a real, it's just a personal question. Like for me personally, I just couldn't do it. Like I, I just, you know, like me personally, look, I'm trained in my hands. So I'm quite confident with my skills with my yeah, hands. Yeah, but the thing is you go up against, I think specifically we're talking about bad people who own guns here. Yeah, yeah. I'll go up against a guy with a gun. No problem. And a knife. Because knives are actually more like it's more dangerous to yeah they're more deadly in close quarters I know I've heard that too and it really is so like far away if the dude got a gun you're toast anyway even if he had a gun the first whoever shoots first is gonna be you know if they're a good aim you're toast it doesn't matter if you have a gun or a knife or the best fighter in the world you're toast 
but for me personally, and it's just, just only me personally because I am extremely skilled. So yeah, I just choose not to use any type of weapon because it's hard to negotiate or mediate a situation when you're armed. Right. You know what I mean? So like if you're intimidating to people, they automatically jump into fight or flight and, uh, and most people will, they're not going to run because they know I'll catch them. Cause you know, you look at me and then the stereotypes, you know, kind of, you know, you just start assessing situations using stereotypes. I was like, man, that black dude, I bet you he's faster than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's sure. like, and if the dude is fat or something, then they're going to like, you know, he could be black and fat. And he's like, oh, I'm too fat to run away from this guy. So I'm going to fight him. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's what fight or flight is. It, it, it's, it just kicks in. It's either you're going to fight or you're going to run. And, uh, and if you're going to fight me, then, yeah. But if I'm unarmed, there's less likelihood of them wanting to fight and they'll want to talk their way out. Because it's, it's still a way of, it's like, you know, it's fight or flight. Talking your way out is the form of running away. And, and if you could open yourself up to conversations, then yeah, you know, you can diffuse the situation and, 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 um, you know, it's, and there's no need for the gun for me personally. But Mm -hmm. on the other hand, you know, you look at what happened in Gilroy, you know, and, and, you know, and it kind of came out that the dude committed suicide. Mm-hmm. but you know the cops didn't know you know what i mean like they shot him up because why because they just don't you know you don't know he's the shooter he's the guy with the gun so you just shoot so even though he shot himself in the mouth uh you know and you need a gun for situations like that so mm-hmm. uh because in a situation like that i'm hiding I'm not because I don't carry a gun. I'm going to hide because why the dude is an active shooter, just spraying bullets. So I don't know. It's if you're going to have a gun, you have a responsibility and that's not a responsibility I want. If that Mm -hmm. makes any sense. You know what I mean? Because I got way too many anger issues, way too many this and that. So, well, it's funny. It's good that you recognize that, but I think that, and that's the thing. I, I, we can sit here and talk about the shooters, right? And I think the first thing people do whenever it's anything shooting related is pin it on if they're a, a white supremacist or whatnot. And that's exactly what's happening now. This is always going to be a blame game. And that's the thing is I don't want to do away with that because here's the thing. Donald Trump is proposing more gun background checks in immigration, right? Because that's clearly not something that's nationally enforced too much. And I know that that's not going to stop people from getting their hands on firearms. One thing I want to add is that the Dayton, Ohio shooter was actually a Democrat. He was like, you know, he's a leftist. No, but there were all people who just played too much video games. Well, there- see, see I, that was going to be the next thing I wanted to slide into is because people are not acknowledging, like when we keep playing the blame game, who's to say whether it's one or two shooters from whichever end of the political aisle or 20 shooters, right? The real problem is like, look at, these were all, if you look at the picture of the Dayton guy, the El Paso guy and the Gilroy guy, it's like, it's the same type of guy. These guys are not ex-military. They don't have PTSD. They're into metal and video games and anime and uh, no, but they if, like shooting people. Like it's like, that's the problem. It's another carnal lust. Yes. No, but that's the, and that's, and that's why, like, all of these shootings really does come down to, it's just, ah, because, yeah, I don't know, it seems like every episode is the same. <laughs> but, well, I don't want to, I don't want to keep harping on the same thing, but I want to talk about the ins and but, outs. No, that. but this is the whole thing. Look, we said this when we were speaking about the Gilroy thing, and here's, this is just a theory, I have no way to prove this. Uh, but just based on the information at hand, every one of those shooters stayed at home and they played a lot of video games. It's just, no, but that's the, and here's the thing. What if these people belong to teams because video game 
gamers or I don't know, e-sport people, whatever you call it. These people are in teams. They've never met each other. And these teams are all over the world. Right. And who's to, maybe these people belong to like the same league of video game players. You know, what if, what if, what if. And yeah, the but I don't thing, think we should ban all video games. I mean, we've talked about no, this. No, it's not a matter of banning. This yeah. is not a matter of banning, but uh, I forgot. I think it was Al Gore's wife actually said this and, and George Bush's wife. Tipper Gore? They, yeah. And, and they actually combined in the old days talking crazy about that we should watch these video games and rock and roll because rock and roll and video games are teaching kids to be demonic. So you're, you're right. You want, you're, I am glad you brought that up. I wanted to talk about that in one of these shows. She was the one in the 80s that spearheaded the campaign of putting the parental advisory explicit yeah. lyrics on all the albums. Yeah. And believe it or not, one of the spokespeople who countered that was the lead singer, Dee Snyder of Twisted Sister. A glam metal band from L.A. saying that, hey, you know, because she, you know, it was her and a coalition of like other parents and politicians that were just like, you know, they had a list of like the 15 worst songs in rock and roll. And then they, then they slapped all the explicit labels on them yep. before that. It, they, that didn't exist. But she spearheaded that. But here's the thing. To some degree, I was talking to my buddy about this last night. I kind of agree with that. To some degree, I do agree with like, not censorship necessarily, but parents need to understand that like, you know, dude, if you buy your kid Call of Duty and it turns them into the most violent, screaming, they drive you crazy in the living room type kids, I mean, like clearly there's a problem here, you know, like. But, but my point of bringing that up is because people are honestly missing. This is not about gun control. We don't need more gun control. We just need more Christ. We need more parents who believe in that. Because that's, cause I remember when that happened. And that's what I, my whole thing even back then was, if they just went to church, everything would be fine. People who go to church never do bad things. We do <laughs> bad things. And don't worry, but we, we're not crazy. Because I always used to think like that. Like, don't worry about me. I'm not crazy. Just send your crazy kids to church and you'll be fine. <laughs> but that's, that's how I used to think. Like, people who like that. Because, yeah, we were just never into video games. We liked arcades, but only to hang out. It wasn't like I'm wasting putting quarters in there. I'm trying to, mm -hmm. you know, pick up on women or find some gullible people so we could find a place to go. But she was actually right back then. And, and it kind of is the same thing now. It's like, hey, look, our society does not value life. Right. And these video games make it way easier to not value life. And that's what it is. So, you know, my thing is like this. Mm -hmm. Should we honestly own guns? Well, I want to bring, I want to open this discussion up because let's just not talk about the guns. Let's talk about the possibilities of other things that go down, like domestic violence, right? Or protection at home, home invasions and all that. You know what, uh, what story comes to mind that maybe I can get your perspective on? Stacey Dash, like basically chased off a crazy psycho ex-boyfriend because she shot him in the arm and he like was going to use, I think had she not been armed or whatnot, she would have been killed. Well, see, but that's my point. See, like, I think if you own a gun, and you hate to say things like this because I know it's not constitutional or, or anything like that, but you, honest to God, if you're going to own a gun, you have to have a strong moral background. Yes. Yeah. It's the truth. It, it, it's, it's because you can't let a crazy, you know, wife beater own a gun because eventually he's going to start pistol whipping his wife because that's used to happen in the old days. In the old days, 264 women were murdered for every 1000 via that was the number one way of murder in the old days was mm -hmm. domestic violence in the, in the wild west. Cause everybody, Oh, you wanted to be like the wild west. Well, the wild west wasn't bad unless you were married. And if she weren't in her place, you'd shoot her. That's horrible. Yeah, or pistol whip her to death. You know, just beat her so bad, you know. And, and the thing is, the remedy was you got to go to church, talk to your pastor or whatever, and, and, and eventually it went down. 
And it did. We, we got it to a point where it's, it's, you know, come on, that never happens. But what we replaced it with was video games. So, yeah, I mean, I'm all for people owning guns. I really am. But I'm also all in favor if you're going to own a gun, you really – and because, God, you hate to put – you just honestly hate to put regulations on guns. But you have to ha – like, if – well, no, because you could easily cheat the test. But, yeah, like, honestly, like, I, you have to have some kind of moral background, you know, because – you know, like, what are the restrictions? They don't allow mentally ill people to own a gun. But at the same token, I would say you shouldn't be demonically possessed if you own a gun. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and, and there has to be some sort of, because uh, this is where it gets really sketchy and scary. Because you don't want to have an Inquisition type of group. Hey, do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe? No, you know what no, I mean? It's, it's like, and then you, you know, that, that's also not right either. But yeah, like, like my, like, there has to be some sort of lit, lit miss test <clears throat> in order to own a gun. Because seriously, like, I, I don't know, like, I, I, me personally, I can own a gun, but I don't see why you can own a gun because. What if there was an active shooter somewhere in Scottsdale, Arizona? You could stop that person. You really could. You could shoot him in the hands, shoot him in the leg. That's why you need training because you could literally, you know, blow a dude's head up if you don't know how to aim on an accident. You know, like I, I think I told you the story where uh, my, my, uh, one of my mentor's uh, kid was shot in the neck. Uh, and that killed him in a fight. Like her son was like one of the first to ever graduate high school yeah. in her family. And so they had a party and, um, you know, somebody had a, a fight broke out. So the elder brother jumped up on this elevated raised like uh, flower bed and uh -huh. he shot in the air twice. So the guy by just pure luck shot him in the leg, which is normal because most people just, but he fell and hit him in the neck. I remember you saying that. Yeah. This. And yeah, when he was no. falling, boom, you yeah. know. So. Well, I'm also hearing here. I want to get your opinion on another thing, too, just to freshen this up. Right. Because a lot of people, if they didn't, if they don't make this like a white supremacist crime, they're going to make it a like, well, it's going to automatically be a race type crime. Right. And of the 250 mass shootings this year, I hear alternative sources because the most televised ones are of white Whites. men. Right. But the reality is over 60% were of an ethnic background. So we're talking illegal immigrant, black or Hispanic. Um, yeah, that's proportional. That's yeah, yeah. Right, right. But we don't hear about any of those, you know, typically because. Yeah, that, because, that's, you know, uh, the numbers are bigger with the white dudes for some reason. And, and I believe it's because of economics more than anything else. It, it's just that, you know. The, what did that the the gay the gay shooting in florida that killed 50 yeah he, you know that was just because he he found a good location and boxed everybody in right uh and that's just basically how it works like at the church in the church they were boxed in as well so that's why so many people but like in the gilroy shooting you know, was it a lot? Well, I mean, there was tens of thousands of people there, so that's not bad. Only 14? <laughs> you know, out of 25,000, only 14 got hit. Not bad. So, like, when you look at it, it's it's all, I mean, you hate to, like, because death is death, and well, technically millions of people die every day, and millions of people are born every day, so... Hmm. You know, how they die is how they die, but because that is just part of life. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's like, for me, the big issue is, is who should honestly own guns and who shouldn't own guns. We have the right, everybody should own a gun just because it protects yourself from big giant governments who claim to I mean, this is why I'm, like i'm convinced of this 
The government, I don't care who it is, the government we have today in the United States is just one big giant entity who believe they are God. Right. It's the truth. That's what they think. That's why you need a gun to defend yourself against that. Sure. Because it's a lot harder to take over somebody who has a gun than it's a guy who doesn't have a gun. Well, that, that's, why, that's why I think if we look at this from the gun control aspect, the argument against that is every country that has fallen th- down through socialism or communism, the first thing here is they get people to believe that life isn't valuable, and then they take their arms away because they yeah. start to devalue their own lives. And that's how countries like Cambodia, China, Russia, and Germany instilled gun control and killed their own people. And unfortunately, before that even happens, before that type of takeover happens, the sovereignty of the individual, even with their own life, is something that they take away first. See, that, that's one thing that I want people to understand. And maybe we've said this a bunch of times, but I want to harp it again. You know, I mean, Switzerland has one of the highest gun ownership rates and the lowest homicide rates. And I think if we're still looking at that from a, I don't know, per, per 100,000 people, it's still relatively low in contrast to other countries who have instilled gun control, right? South Africa, Colombia, Mexico. I mean, even if you're law abiding, they're still prohibited. A lot of these firearms. And I think that, you know, it's going to be an ongoing thing. Do I think that more thorough, extensive vetting needs to happen? Yes. But here's the thing also, I personally think this is going to be the first time I bring this up that because each individual state has their own degrees of gun control, Mm -hmm. that that is what creates this problem. Because then you're going to have discrepancies, right, of people that just basically drive to another state and have ownership because ease of access. Like, for example, for California, right, even though I, I don't think I've heard a lot of mass murders by guns happening in California. I mean, this is just from what I've heard. I mean, you literally just have to drive to Nevada or Arizona and you can buy all the guns you want. They'll sell you a grenade launcher. I mean, contingent on, on if you pass a basic background test, right? So my, my question is this. When certain states don't allow people to exercise certain fundamental rights and freedoms protected by the Constitution, does that mean people will go through more extensive lengths to acquire what, is, what they're denied? Now, I still believe that crazy people shouldn't be armed, right? Just because they're crazy. I mean, how's, how else are you going to go about saying it? But we know that more gun control laws don't increase overall safety. They just don't. No, they, they don't. I mean, because look at what happened in... And this is really... This is a weird w- reason to be upset, but I was so upset that the reason why... Have you heard of the Joker killings? No. In Colorado. So anyway, so everybody knew that the the new uh, the latest uh, the the third part of the trilogy of the Batman Christopher Nolan Batman movie was going to be awesome. Was just going to be, and it was going to break records. I guarantee you this: that uh, the second the third Batman movie had a chance to really beat Avatar in the movie theaters. Really? Because of how good The Dark Knight was, you know, with, with Heath Ledger. So when the third one came out, everybody was hyped. But that Thursday night, some crazy dude dressed up as the Joker and started shooting up the theater. And he killed, I don't know how many people he killed, but he was clearly mentally ill. And, uh, and you know, and he even said what he was going to do and the doctor just let him go. And uh, anyway, so long story short, but that killing, actually, nobody went to go see Batman <laughs> because of what had happened. I remember that when someone came into the theater and shot it up, right? Yeah, but guess what? That theater was a no-gun zone. Yeah, that's how it always happens. No, but that's the point. So, you know, look, and this is why I'm for good people to have guns. Because a good person is going to stop that guy. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, you know, and it's just how it works. Like what happened in the church killing. The, some dude had a rifle 
drove to the church and killed that other dude. That's what happens. So like good people will do that. And yeah. so we need guns to stop a dude with a gun who, you know, cause he got distance and, and like, you know, like a, like almost like a sniper. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you need another sniper to take out that sniper. You just do. You just can't use your bare hands and block bullets. You know, it's just not, we're not Superman, but, uh, it, it's to from what I've seen and the evidence does support this. The evidence will support this. Whenever you have gun free zones or drug free zones, sure. yeah, I guarantee you that's where you're going to find the guns. That's where you're going to find the drugs because those zones just literally invite crime. It's just what they do. Why? Because everybody knows that it's just a meaningless, and I mean meaningless, token gesture. That's all that is. And so if you really are a criminal, where are you going to go? Because look, I'm telling you now, and, th- and it goes back to what we had spoke about earlier. Police officers committing suicide is the number one form of an officer li- uh, dying in the line of duty. It's, um, why do they commit so much suicide? Because many of these cops experience shooters and active shooter situations where the killer wants to be killed. And it forces the cops to, you know, it's like, I don't know if you ever heard that expression, you know, suicide by cop. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real thing. I mean, if you ever, uh, if, if you ever speak to a train conductor that's uh, doing Caltrain, that drives the Caltrain from San Jose to San Francisco, ask them, ask any of those train conductors or the engineers, the people who drive the train, ask them just point blank. Hey man, have you ever experienced a guy jumping in front of the train? And they all say the same thing. It's one of the worst things they've ever, and it gives them nightmares and, and they go, uh, and I remember this one conductor told me he was like, uh, he's like, dude, like, what did I do to deserve this? You know what I mean? It's like you just go to work and all of a sudden, bam, man, it's just, and you know, it's a gruesome sight. So, you know, what does this have to do with, with gun control and everything else? It has everything to do with gun control because suicide is a real thing here. These active shooters, these people who want to, you know, they play all day with their video games and their parents. They And it all started with the TV. As soon as the TV (laughs) became a babysitter, it's what happened. Bad parenting. Yeah. So with these bad parents coupled with this horrific music and... and, Man, you're starting to sound like one of those... You're starting to sound like one of those like old school conservative Baptist like farts. You know what I mean? No, no, no. But it's the truth. If you ever listen to these songs, it's insane. I believe it. I believe it. I was just talking to my friend last night. I'm like, were the people in the old days that banned like rock and roll music and everything, were they really too crazy to do things? And then more and more, I actually think if, if you don't parent your kids right, yeah, that stuff can influence like, you know. Well, not just influence, but because here, like, because, you know, uh, for, for a brief moment, I was in music. And, you know, my best friend at the time when he committed suicide, he wrote this song called Last Call. And, uh, you know, it's really gruesome. You know, and I remember telling him, I was like, dude, we're never going to sing this. This is like, dude, are you kidding me? This is all about death and madness it's like i don't like i said if you don't get this kind of crap out of your head you're really gonna act out on it and he goes oh no 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 i'm not and later that year new year's eve he committed suicide oh but, my gosh no, i'm not and we we're all gonna go out and da 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 oh my geez but anyway it's uh but it's the thing is it, it's it's just from firsthand experience knowing what lyrics can do it's the thoughts and these thoughts really do choke, like, because we were more like a, like a punk, like, well, they call it like industrial, so like a punk industrial type band. And we were angry, but we had like, really, like, it's clever music. And, and, and 
you know, you know, we're taking shots at the government because, of course, we're all anarchists and we hate the government. So every song was anti-government. Right. It was angry, but anti-government type music mm-hmm. that was catchy. But, you know, once you started looking and talking about death and dying and, and you know, it's, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. But, but I'm telling you, like, now looking back, it's like, shit, you know, that's demon stuff. That's the kind of stuff that demons seek out in a person. Speaking of you demons, know, like, this is a lot not very relevant, but in our next show, we should talk about UFOs because that's a big deception. Like, that's another thing. I sent you a link for it. One of our... Yeah, I was looking at one it of right our, now. <laughs> one of our, our... I want to talk about that. Not only freshen it up so we don't keep repeating the same things, but I really think that, you know, it's, it, it is just going to come down to influence, right? We can talk about mental health all day and everything that we want, but at the same time, we talked about this, like, part of the reason why some of these people go crazy is because they're possessed. And I really think that um, when we talk about influence in this regard, mass influence, it really doesn't help. You know, I, I think that what we live in is a culture that likes to blame others. That's really what it's all about. If people love themselves more and they also took a good, long, hard look at themselves, they'll really find that usually the source of the unhappiness and whatnot is kind of come from them not because of what other people have done to you but because of where you're coming from and sometimes just understanding that fundamental concept like how do you go from doing that to like shooting up other people well you know what what the one thing I, i think that people don't really look at too is the jealousy aspect that a lot of these kids have like they don't understand why they don't have what others have and then they become obsessed with, oh, my best friend has this super hot chick or super intelligent chick or something. Why does this girl like him and not me? And they don't understand that. They don't just develop social skills that make them jealous of what their friends have or able to do. So then they you know, try to overcompensate by being very good at video games. And because they're very good at video games, they're getting, you know, maybe attention, you know, like that kid who won $3 million for being the best at Fortnite. (laughs) I know, but it's true. Like that dude got 3 million bucks. So the thing is too, because it's, it's not, I mean, cause I don't know. Like I, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that as soon as this guy won the 3 million bucks, that all of these mass shootings are happening now. Because think about it. Now that these things are real competitions, what if these dudes are just losers who couldn't qualify to play? It could be a you know, variety of different reasons, but yeah. Yeah, like it's, it's like, man, like so many things are happening right now. It, it's like the change in our culture. And so is it really important to have gun control? No, but it's really important to bring back religion into the school systems, into everything. Because without it, parents are lost. Because uh, even like today, I'll I'll talk a little bit about, you know, my meeting. Uh, You know, a couple of investors were having trouble with their kid, you know, who's who's also like 20-something years old. And, uh, and I, you know, and I kind of told him, it's like, you know, the problem is you guys could be as religious as you want, but you guys sent them to school where they teach you, where they taught the students not to respect their parents, not to respect religion. Because why? Schools in the Bay Area teach the kids that religion is for the weak. That's what they teach. They never say Christianity is something that strong people do, something that smart people do. They consider Christianity some form of occult religion that only the dumb and people who don't like science participate in, when it's the exact opposite. The greatest scientists and greatest doctors were all Christian people. But for some reason, the Muslim Islamic faith is taught to be this great bastion of strength. So a lot of these kids get this weird indoctrination at school. Mm-hmm. So if you could be good parents, 
And, but because you send to like, look, part of it being a good parent is sending your kids to a good school. Yeah. Even if you're mandated to go to this public school, look, don't go to that school. Just don't because what's better to have a, a Stanford education growing up, uh, uh, but you grow up to hate your parents and you grow up uh, hating God and thinking that, you know, Christianity is some kind of taboo voodoo weird sex cult you know what i mean that oppresses women i mean seriously or just having a a lack of an education but you have a good moral fiber what's better having a good moral ethic background or some quote-unquote fancy education and i would say you it's better off being a christian (laughs) trust me on that because fancy schooling don't mean anything if you don't understand the principles of christianity Mm-hmm. And that's a real thing that is we're suffering through right now. It, it, it's just a reality. So this, this another gosh, man. Well, it's like, just a lack of morality, and I think that that's the big thing here. But I think that at the same time, what amazing, you know, the the foundation that can be built on top of having the moral code, having Christianity. I mean, look at all these godly men that have gone on to like just create like the greatest things ever. You know. When we think about real innovators in the past and brilliant minds that were sort of untarnished because they put their morals first and God first. And that's also how we're designed. It's like if you're designed for that, you will actually be more prosperous. You will actually fare better. I'll give you an example. If you had that moral compass, right, of values in your head, you were you would basically be educated or taught not to covet, right? Not to be jealous, not to envy other people. So what do you do as an alternative? Well, if I'm going to serve God, I'm going to create more value for others and help other people. And usually what happens as a result? Well, you get what you're looking for. This is just in a practical standpoint. This is not like follow this and this is what you're given. But if your mind's and your heart's in the right place, like you'll be fine. Really, like we live in a country where it's like, dude, if you're nice to people, you will actually probably do well in life. Like that's really all it takes. Like I get it. If you're in like Africa or whatnot or some other country where it's godless, but Americans are nice as a whole, as a people, if you're nice to people and you're good to people, you're probably going to fare pretty well. Really? Like, well, let me put it to you like this. Cause I said a very bold statement. What's better being a, I feel like you have Christian or uneducated. Yeah. <laughs> and I said being Christian. No, but but I'll tell you why. Let's say 2019, you're an uneducated, but a Christian. If you are a Christian, uneducated in the Bay Area, most likely you will be you'll probably figure out how to do construction. Because, you know, the I don't know if it's real or not, but the story is Jesus was a construction worker. <laughs> So the only thing you know carpenter, is carpenter, carpenter, not a carpenter. So if he's a carpenter, that means, hey, you know what? Modern times, I should want to, I should learn how to do carpentry, which is construction. You will be better off as a construction worker, learning how to build your own house from the ground up on empty land and become an instant millionaire than some tech dude making one hundred twenty thousand dollars in San Francisco, you know, paying you know, three to $4,000 a month in rent. You know what I mean? This guy just has, all he has to do is pay, you know, a few hundred dollars in taxes for the land and whatever it is for the land. His life will be better as, as a carpenter than uh, any carpenter, anybody that knows how to build a house in the Bay Area, his skills or her, are worth millions of dollars. All you need is empty land, which is abundant in the Bay. All over the Bay Area, they're selling land that you could build a house on. But people don't because it's so expensive. But an uneducated carpenter can come in there, buy the materials, do this and that, and he can work at McDonald's and save enough to get the materials. And here's the thing too. There's something nice about like not being too educated because this, this, this relates. You're going to like this. A lot of the folks that I come across that are in that position, guess what? They don't have debt. 
They don't have death culture looming over their heads, dude. No, but it's true. It's so true, right? They don't. Oh, God, it's true. No, but it, oh God, like that's Isn't that true? Like off. Yeah. No, but it's true. It makes me angry. See, hearing that makes me angry because I'm guilty of that. And it's killing us to this day. Still kills us. Fuck, it makes me mad. <laughs> but it's true, like having so much education was is like a burden. It's a burden. It's debt. It, it, you actually have to to pay to burden yourself more. When I think time and time again, people have looked at a lot of different things, and sure, simplicity has always been the key to everything, really. No, but it is because you gotta untrain yourself. Because you got okay, so like, oh god, I remember in the old days. And uh, and somebody actually told us, uh, I, I'm going to watch it, but there's this, uh, because somebody says, yeah, you want to learn about your history and how you guys came about in your work? And then they say, yeah, it's a movie called uh, The Red Sea Dive Hotel or something like that. And they get into how we came about and uh, something about some Israelis uh, special forces Mm-hmm. Uh, we're saving these Ethiopians because you know the mu- when the Muslims see because people don't get it when, in the seventies when Jimmy Carter was president the Muslims were crazy just burning down all the Jews like the original Jews like the black ones in Ethiopia yeah they were burning down the Christ they were killing everybody in Ethiopia everybody in Sudan just going crazy killing everybody. Uh-huh. That's what they were doing. Like, seriously, like, people don't get it. We were giving money to all of these Muslim country, uh, leaders, presidents, to stop them from killing people, but they just used that money just to kill them even more. Like, the Muslims are crazy. So, uh, you know, because because uh, everybody was like, how can we know so much about bars and nightclubs and, and things like that? But actually, that movie explains it. It was just by a chance of miracle of God that these dudes used an empty hotel as like, cause a bunch of refugees, like uh, Jews that were like these black Jews that were stuck at the Red Sea. They, there was an abandoned hotel and there was like 200 of them staying there. And then like the commandos or the Mossad, as they say, the Israeli Mossad, they found them. And uh, they learned how to operate a hotel. And, and when the Germans were coming in as tourists, yeah. nobody knew. Like, and they were sneaking them out. And uh, anyway, it's it's an interesting movie. They said it's on Netflix, but I, I haven't seen it. But I'm, I want to see it so I can kind of get a sense of what it's about. But anyway, but that's why we've always learned how to do it ever since then. So yeah, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a bad thing. But long story short. Working with a lot of these people in the Middle East, because I, I think I, well, I don't think I said it on the air, but we still do a lot of work in the Middle East, and uh, they're trying to get the counselor involved and things like that. But now that certain things that are happening is too dangerous. But um, long story short, mm-hmm. I had to untrain myself. Like all of the education in the world is not going to train you for how these people think. Because it's not about education. It's not about what Freud says or what Erickson says or Pavlov. It's about what's said in the Bible. You know, and, and it's having if you have those fundamental beliefs or understanding, you're gonna be able to be very successful anywhere in the world because everybody understands about loving yourself and being kind to somebody else. Well, if they don't know about it, they're gonna respond to it. That's also another thing, too. No, but it's in everybody's DNA. It's mm-hmm. literally in everybody's DNA. It, because everybody had, like, you know, like Schwarzenegger said in that, in that videotape, uh, you got to love what you do. You love, what, love your work. You got to love it. And that's, that, seriously, that's something I actually learned on the field is yeah. I got to figure out what these people want. What do they want? And usually what they want is what, you know, is what makes them love themselves. And then, you know, but now I'm even more armed. I could just start instilling more Christianity principles in these people without them even knowing it. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, yeah, that's right. That's right. Because a lot of Muslims, they don't want to be Muslims. 
nobody wants to be violent. That's why these people, like these princes or sheikhs, as they call them, they don't throw rocks at anybody. But if they stop other people from throwing rocks, then they're going to lose power. <laughs> but it's the truth. It's like these people want to stone people for no reason because they got nothing. And when you got nothing, you just start throwing rocks for no reason because you need something to do. And it's kind of like these kids playing video games. They got nothing to do, but they act violently. And when video games get boring and then they see one of their teammates commit, you know, mass murder, they're going to murder other people. And so murder is just, it's in, in every person who doesn't understand the first uh, commandment. It's just a reality. Yeah, no, I feel you 100% on that. No, but it was hard to un teach myself that because we always want to say something like, oh, all of these fancy underlined, you know, like symptoms. We should have caught these symptoms. There's triggers. There's, there's all these things we miss, but no, it's real simple. They don't love themselves. Why don't they love themselves? Because we're teaching them how to throw stones for no reason. Just like in the Middle East, they throw rocks for no reason. The princes, the kings, they don't throw, they don't even care. They really don't because they love themselves. They understand the first principle. They just don't love God. They just love themselves and they're kind to their neighbors, but they don't, it's a bastardization of Christianity. And that's why the whole system's all messed up <laughs> because these guys don't know anything about loving themselves. They don't. That they, that's why they judge. See, because when you're judging other people, you don't love yourself if you're judging others. When you love yourself, you don't care. You're not going to judge anybody because you have faith that, you know, they'll be judged later by God. I'm not the judge. God's the judge. You know, he'll handle that. It's not my responsibility to throw a rock at you. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> mm -hmm. But these guys take it upon themselves to be judges in their own twisted way. That's why the poor are always throwing rocks, stoning each other. That's why black on black crime happens. That's why all of these things happen. And ultimately, I guess this could be my final thought. Yeah. Good people need to own guns too, because bad people will always have guns. Well, They're that's, the one that's the, the big thing, right? Cause if you disarm people, obviously the people who are law abiding, will not have firearms because they abide by the laws but bad people have no ethics or morals they're not going to listen to the law so someone still at the end of the day needs to be able to be vigilant in that regard and i think that's a good way to kind of end it I, i'm really excited because uh I, we have to wrap this up because i do have to take a call and i know you're busy but we we got to talk about ufos tomorrow because that's going to be interesting Dude. <laughs> yeah. talk about aliens and it's a big deception it's a big uh it's a big thing about uh it's related to demons and alex jones on infowars has talked a lot about ufos and demons because they're all interchangeable something to really discuss so tune in for tomorrow's episode guys i mean i have to really cut this short here because we're busy busy but uh, thank you guys for tuning in leave us an itunes review if you haven't done so already and we'll talk to you soon take care